Wow. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 45. The one where he wears the special edition shirt, but I didn't. Yeah, what the hell? I didn't know it was that day. I didn't, what the hell? I didn't know. It's that day. I didn't know. I didn't know. Well, it's not like I don't have all month to wear the shirt. The shirt will be on sale all month, and then it's gone yes. forever. So make sure you go to our T Public store, link in the description, yes. and buy this specific shirt. Also, oh, that's the wrong thing on the screen right now. <laughs> also, uh... All the other shirts in our store are $14. Yes. Today through the weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, that, when you go to our store, which is the link is in the description, for some reason it says this shirt is $14. It is not. <laughs> that is a glitch. <laughs> it is $20. But the other shirts, pick this up, pick up another shirt, $14. There yeah. you go. And yeah, I'll be running through November and then it's gone forever. Mm -hmm. so how are you? How are you? Not bad. I'm a little, a little full. Not going to lie. Full, full. What did you eat? Uh... Pulled pork. The, mm. the future in-laws made pulled pork. It was good. The future in-laws. Yeah. Well, because I'm not like married that. yet. I don't I know like if you guys that. know this, but I'm engaged. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Hello, AJ. Hello, Gavin. Hello. Unsaid Haiku Mercer 9201. Atten. Common Boy. Fred, Fred Bushy. Gray. How y'all doing? Welcome, everybody. Welcome once again to the only place for election coverage in 2016. I'm kidding. Don't come here. Kidding. For that. The Don't world is ending. That. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but before the world ends, make sure you check out my video today on President Lex Luthor. Yes, because uh, that is potentially <laughs> in your future. <laughs> you, might, you might learn something <laughs> from it. Uh, so we got some things to talk about. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I have a bunch of articles here. I so do I, I don't think I've read any of them. Um, these are all, uh, mine are a little old, but I think they're worth discussing. Okay. Uh, let me go through it. I've been collecting stuff throughout the week. Yeah. Oh, wait. First and foremost, Fantasy Movie League. Yes. Uh, let's go to that. So every week we do Fantasy Movie League. We pick, uh, you join our league. Link is in the description. It's not affiliated by us. We don't get paid to do this, but it's just fun. Um, every week we pick movies that we think are going to do good. And these are the people who are correct in their pickings. AJ winning, of course. <laughs> um, Bobby Anse, second place. Fernando's third place. Gavin, fourth place. Fifth is Rael. Uh, first place overall will win a $100 Amazon gift card, and the mm -hmm. next two will win t-shirts of their choosing. Yes. It ends in three weeks. And last week, Fernando won, uh, then Jackie, then Rael, then Gavin, then Gray. And for some reason, boo a Medea Halloween is still... <laughs> I tell you, man, Waiting the, the, the Medea movies, Tyler Perry just knows how to how to market his movies. It is stupid. All right, I don't think I need Excuse my me. anymore. There we go. All right. So what do I have here? Um, well, I think this is pertinent. Nintendo. Oh, yes. Everybody was freaking out because Nintendo... Is ceasing production on the Wii U. Well, they it was rumored that they were. I mean, everybody was reporting on it as yeah. fact, right? That they were doing that. Yes. Um. Now it's come out. Kotaku says Nintendo denies Wii U production is ending this week. Yes. Uh, yesterday, Eurogamer reported that the production of Wii U consoles was ending this week. Oh, I'm sorry. Nintendo consoles are ending this week. Today, Nintendo says this is not true. In quotes. 
Uh, Eurogame reported that multiple sources confirmed to the site that the final week... I like how they're throwing all of the blame on Eurogamer. <laughs> yeah. Everybody reported on this. It is well, not just didn't, Eurogamer. Didn't Eurogamer fault. break the story? Probably. I think they broke the story and then everybody ran with it. Well, there were quotes. Um, Nintendo declined to comment when contacted about this article. States Eurogamer. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, Japanese site IT Media reports that a spokesperson for Nintendo said, there is no change to our continuing Wii U production. The spokesperson prefaced the denial by stating he or she didn't know the particulars of the article, but clearly stated that the report that the Wii U was ending production was, quote, not true. Another one in quotes. Even though the Nintendo Switch is slated to go on sale, Wii U production is scheduled to continue, which is crazy. <laughs> Uh, so that's a quote from a Nintendo spokesperson. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I have the Eurogamer article. Nintendo up. also denied that report. Early this March, Japanese newspaper Nike published a report that the Wii U was soon ending production to make way for the Switch, then codenamed NX. Nintendo also denied that report, stating at the time, from the next quarter and thereafter as well, production of the Wii U is scheduled to continue. The following month, President Tatsumi Kimishima said Nintendo should great Nintendo would greatly reduce the amount of Wii U systems produced and shipped. So that is a quote from Directly Tatsumi from, yeah. Kimishima. Nintendo has a history of denying reports that have turned out true, which I keep saying yeah. over and over again. In 2012, for example, Nintendo denied a report on a major Japanese newspaper, Nike, again, that stated that... Yeah, I know. Am I butchering that? It's N-I-K-K-E-I. I mean, it, it, I'm assuming it's right. I don't know. It stated that 3DS would be getting a new, larger incarnation. A few months later, the 3DS XL was released. So, and they denied that. Right. Actually, there's a link. I, I want to kind of see. Here we go again. Nintendo calls new 3DS report speculation <laughs> and incorrect. I have the um, the Eurogamer article up. It was published on November 1st. So, yesterday. V verbatim from the Eurogamer article. Nintendo will end Wii U production this Friday. Multiple sources have confirmed to Eurogamer. So, that straight up just means that, like, come, you know, two days from now, Nintendo's going to cease production on the Wii U. But now Nintendo's saying that's not true. You know what? VG charts, baby. VG charts. I mean... I want to see how much they're selling as of late. I have no doubt that Nintendo is going to greatly reduce yes. the amount of Wii U's they're making and pushing out. Whether or not they're fully going to stop... I mean... Switch comes out in March. March. They they might stop making Wii, March. Wii U's by March. Yeah, they don't need them anymore. <laughs> yeah. They, they're not going to, like, sell that many this holiday. I mean... They're if, not banking on it, you If know? they were to stop production now, like, that wouldn't be a problem for them. No, not at all. Yeah. No one's going to be running out to go Honestly, buy I think they're doing it right now to, like, two reasons. One... That's the way they always operate. They're just like to be secretive and play everything close to the chest. Two, to like save face with their investors. Because the investors hear that like they're ceasing production on the Wii U, that may indicate to them that it, everything was a failure. Which it was, but they can't say that. Right. Yeah, that's that's the thing, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're also saying that they're not going to dramatically uh, lower support for 
The 3DS. Right. God damn it. Well, the 3DS <laughs> will probably still be around for a little bit yes. longer. Next year, there will be games for the 3DS. Yeah. The year after that, I don't know. Uh, according to Eurogamer, Nintendo's Japanese production line will shut down for the last time this week after the final deadline for orders passed yesterday. Uh, f- only a small number of further orders were placed. That's really all they say about it. I mean, everything else is just like the history of the system, how many units it's sold. Um, yeah. Um, I'm trying to get... I kind of hate their chart for... <laughs> I'm getting busted to use uh, ads. Get out of my face. Um, oh, it's just flatlining. <laughs> it's just complete flat. They, they're making less... They're selling less than 100K. Jeez. Like, month over month, it's less than 100K. So, wow. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they stopped production now and they still had them in the stores. Probably. I mean, they did the same thing with the GameCube years ago. They stopped... They didn't cease production completely, but, like, they halted production for, like, a couple of months just to get rid of the excess stock. And it helped them. You know, they ceased production. They cut the cost down to, like, $100 a system, and it helped them a lot. I... uh. When when I worked at GameStop, sparingly when uh-huh. the Wii U was out, uh, we only ever had like two in the store mm-hmm. at, at any time, because you're not. It's not every day you sell a Wii U. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like the other systems. The other systems are pretty stacked. You had yeah. like maybe eight or or so at a time. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is probably information I'm not allowed to give, but eh, whatever. That's <laughs> an estimate. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it wouldn't hurt them to. Completely cease. But nobody should be surprised either. Yeah. What else do we got here? You got something? I got, I got a couple flop. things. Yeah, we'll, we'll do some flip-flopping. Oh, I want to talk about Apple. Okay. You want to do that now or do you want to go back and forth? Well, do, do yours. Okay. Um, oh, this is... This is a, no, we're talking about Apple. Because okay. that is something I do want to talk about. All right, let's talk about Apple. Real quick about Apple... Their new MacBooks came out uh, last week. They, they uh, yes. Well, they had their little keynote thing. Right, they had their keynote, but I think some of them did like ship already. The f- the 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 baseline, bare, bare bones baseline. Yeah. Um, last week was also Microsoft showing off their Surface uh, desktop. I think. Yeah, and we talked about it last week. Yeah, for like a second, and it looks gorgeous. Yeah. That is amazing. Microsoft is doing everything right. But <laughs> then Apple the next day did their thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm pretty sure last week on the podcast I said, just put my iPad screen mm-hmm. in a MacBook. Just, just please. Yeah. That is what I want. They didn't do that. They didn't do that. All the rumors were true. They replaced the function keys with a stupid, tiny touch bar. Yeah. Do you think it's stupid? I think it's stupid. <sighs> Ultimately, yeah, I do think it's kind of dumb. I get what they were trying to do, and like the idea is cool. But yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty. Stupid. I don't think I think it's a grave misstep in every way. <laughs> so just go to Apple.com and look at it. So they have the 13 inch regular MacBook. Yeah. Uh, they got rid of the Airs because the MacBook Pros are so thin. So yeah. thin. So the regular 13 inch MacBook, which you can get right now. Still has the function keys. Yes. Awesome. It's got two USB Type C ports. Yes. A headphone jack, and that is it. Yeah. Not even a MagSafe port. 
Well, yeah, because the USB-C is going to replace the MagSafe yeah. port. Which MagSafe is like one of the best inventions yeah. ever. Because <laughs> if you trip over it, it doesn't take your whole computer I down. wouldn't be surprised if it's like, you know, down the road. Or maybe it even comes with it. It comes with a MagSafe USB-C charger. Uh, maybe. An adapter. Yeah. An adapter. Yeah. <laughs> More, you're going to have a thousand adapters. Um, So that you can get, which I was interested in. Then the one up from that, which has a much, much, much faster processor, mm-hmm. goes from 2.0 to 2.9 gigahertz. Yeah, um, that's the one with the the stupid touch stupid bar. touch bar. Then the one above that is a 15 inch, right? And it has four USB C. Yes, and that is it. Yeah. Four USB Cs and a headphone. Well, I get that's, well, that's been part of Apple's like strategy for a while. We're like replace everything with one or like a couple USB C ports, like to streamline everything. Like that's right because they want everything to be wireless anyway. That that I, that's part of their master plan. Well, I think everything's going to USB C anyway, not just Apple. Android phones. Are. Android phones are because I'm pretty sure they're like trying to force that to be the future. I was totally cool when Apple got rid of CD drives because yeah. I was like, nobody uses them like often enough. Totally fine. It does like remove a lot of weight. Yes. From the computer. People were upset that they got rid of SD cards. That so you can't. Yeah. There's no SD card slot anymore. I honestly, I'm not too heartbroken over that because even though this has an SD card slot, mm-hmm. I always forget and I plug in a dongle anyway. <laughs> I, I actually, I use it a lot. Um, uh, it is really, really, really dumb that it doesn't have regular USB ports, at least one regular USB port. Because now I have this iPhone that I just bought yeah, uh, and I have the headphones that come with it. They, it doesn't have a lightning port, which it should. Yeah. And it doesn't have a way for me to connect this. My brand new iPhone that I just bought, it doesn't have a way for me to connect it to I, the to I do the agree that, that it should have at least like one or two regular USB ports. But, I mean, if... You have to ease us into it. Yeah. You can't just force us into exactly. it. Exactly. I mean, I know everybody's slowly moving to USB-C, but not everybody's there yet. Because I know there's supposed to be like a whole lot of benefits to USB-C... It's like faster. I su- I support USB C. It's faster. It's reversible. Like both ends are the same, so you don't have to you know, get confused on what goes where. Then that's fine. But you're right. Like we're not eased into it yet. Yeah. You know, you can't just. I mean, you look at I'm because just because I'm looking at the 360 over there. It had an HDMI port and a regular composite cable port just because they knew people weren't ready for it yet. right but now the xbox one is hdmi only because people are now ready for it like these are like like uh swiss army knives now yeah because you got an hdmi out yeah first this isn't even mine this is my work computer <laughs> uh you got an hdmi out so you can just plug this right into a tv yeah uh you got a sd card slot so you just pull this thing like if i i'm out filming at a convention or something i go yeah. on the plane pop my sd card in uh, if I'm at the hotel, I can plug this into a TV. Yeah. Uh, I got my USB ports. I got my headphone jack. Everything's great. Yeah. Um, I I am looking at getting a new MacBook maybe eventually. Oh, yeah. And if one if this had a sc- had a touch screen, I'd be all in. Right. And I know it's that's a bold move and it's very complicated. Yeah. But Microsoft just did it. Microsoft's been doing it. Microsoft's been killing it with their hardware. Yeah. It's too bad. That Windows Windows sucks, yeah. but um, they've been absolutely killing it with their hardware, mm-hmm. and they're making bold moves. And Apple is not. I was considering getting the one with the function keys still because I don't want that stupid touch bar. Yeah. The, the 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 problem with the touch bar is, you know, like 
I use keyboard shortcuts when I edit yeah. and, and do Photoshop and stuff. So I have my mouse hand and I have my keyboard hand. Right. You know? And I never look at the keys. When I type, I don't look at the keys. So what, like, how does the touch bar fit in this now? I mean, you would have to look at the keys. I have to look at the yeah. keys and I have to use my left hand or my right hand. You can use both. It's multi-touch. Right. But if yeah. I use my right hand, my you hand's off hand the mouse. mouse. Yeah. Why wouldn't I just use a keyboard shortcut? I don't, I, I look, I don't Cause know. Cause then I don't have to, I don't have to look down. The lady, I don't have to take my hand off the mouse. The lady from Adobe who was, you know, demoing Photoshop with the function, like the touch bar, like seemed to be able to do a pretty good job of adding green to that picture. Yeah. That was so dumb. Like <laughs> all of that could be done with keyboard shortcuts. Here's what really caught me about the function bar. Cause when I think of like the F keys, like if I think of like F4, F5, whatever, I think of gaming. I think of like quick load, quick save, right. jump right to this menu maps all I'll that. Be, I never use the function. I, well, I use these the Apple function keys because they repurpose right. them. Right. Um, but traditional function keys, you know, I don't game much like on F5, PC. Yeah, yeah. But like when I think of them, I think of PC gaming. Apple now has replaced the function bar and they hyped up their graphics card in like the 15 inch. It's like, I think it's like a Radon something and whatever. They need it because it needs to render another screen. But they, but they don't mention gaming at all. Right. Which is just baffles my mind. Like you're talking about all this horsepower and all these like cool things you can do, and like you have one of those popular gaming devices already. Yes, Mario was on it, you know, this year, but not not on Mac. Like it, it just it's surprising to me. Like I know, I know, like Apple, like in gaming, like there's not like a lot of history there, but like slowly but surely, there this has become a viable gaming platform. Their own app store is has a lot of like big games on it. The Steam store is huge with games, but the fact that they are not putting any weight behind it, you know, they want the whole conference. I think without even mentioning games once or how to use the function bar in any game. The singularity years from now, mm-hmm. not that many years, but yeah. years from now, the singularity is going to be this and this are going to be the same device. Right. They're going to be exactly the same. That is when they're going to push games and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because they they push the, the iTunes Store games. They push the, right. the iPad games and the iPhone games. That is when that's going to happen. Um, people are saying that this new MacBook is not for pros anymore. It's for, you know, like the like the coffee shop hipsters. Because they know that they know their audience. It's the people who like want to be. It's the wannabes. Yeah, I guess. Because like, what yeah. what actual work? You're not a- no. Pro- you're not actually DJing on that touch bar. Yeah, you know what true. I mean. Oh yeah, I mean the pro the pros would just you know stick with what they have, or you know they don't need the touch bar. They'd have like a big ass right. like turntable set. I I did not want the touch bar. I was looking at the one without the with, right. with the function keys still. I, I don't care about the function keys. I just didn't want the touch bar because it's more expensive and I mean you're rendering on the screen. Yeah. That's going to waste battery life too. Um so it was a waste. Mm-hmm. The one with the touch bar has so such a better processor that it becomes worth it. Also apparently the processors that they have in these new ones benchmark yeah. worse than last year's model. Is that really? last year's? This uh, two years ago? no, I think two years ago. Last year's model benchmarks better than this year's CPUs. So if I'm gonna get a new MacBook this year, which I probably I don't know. If uh, I'm... This was like, this is early 2015. There you go. It was probably the late 2015. This this said early 2015. No, but the late one is probably the one that I'm comparing it to. If oh, there is, oh, if there the were one two. you're talking about, yeah, yeah. 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 
So that benchmarked better. So I'm just going to get that. Why, if if I'm gonna get one this year, why won't I just get that? I'll just get the yeah. one from last year because it'll have all the right ports. And you know what? It'll Apple's, have a better processor. Apple still sells all their refurbished stuff. There you go. You know, for like it'll be cheaper. Yeah, it'll be cheaper. It'll work. I'll just do that. Yeah. Because like I'm not screwing around here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, there's my Apple rant. Okay. Um, uh, we got you know. Uh, I see Gaia agrees. Apple is making terrible moves. Microsoft is killing it. I really want the Surface Studio. Rob- Service Studio it looks amazing. It's just a shame that it's $3,000. Yeah. Robert um, asked, what Windows laptop can I get that has the durability and quality feel of a MacBook Pro? Razer. Razer, yes. Yeah. I was going to say there is none. That's that's why Apple laptops are the best because it's one solid piece of aluminum. Yeah. They feel amazing. The battery life is insane. They're thin as hell. Mm-hmm. Like These are solid yeah. laptops. Like, even I, if you don't like OS X. Yeah. They're they're just really well built. I just really like OS X. Yeah, um, but Razer, the company Razer, they make controllers, and but they do make like decent uh, computers and stuff. And their laptop line, it's Blade, right? Razer Blade. Razer Blades are awesome. Yeah, those are really. They good. get a little hot. Yeah. if you're if you're seriously gaming on it, but if you're running if you're running Skyrim on Mac settings and all that garbage. When somebody asks me what type of laptop they should get, I say MacBook. And if they don't like Macs or if they want a game, I say Razer. Yeah. Anything else is hot garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Surface Books are nice. The Microsoft Surface Book. Oh is yeah, nice. but that's like a tablet hybrid. Yeah, but that is something that Apple should have done. Mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, somebody says hello from Saudi Arabia. Hello, how's it going? Sorry, America. we don't know how to read that. Your yeah, name? I have no idea. <laughs> AJ says, Microsoft is out appling Apple. They have been for a long time. I genuinely had an I need that, even though like I really don't moment. <laughs> a lot of people said that yeah. about, the, about the studio. Apple used to corner that market. Now they're basically fighting against it. Yeah, like this touch bar is them just trying to do something different. It, it's, it, they, they were like, what's... My bracelet's falling off. They were like, what here? What about this is useless and they were like the function keys and they're like all right replace that with the touch bar you know what it reminds me of the motion controls in star fox zero they don't need to be there nintendo felt they had to put it in there to justify the controller yes so and they Apple, needed to make something different they needed to make some stupid gimmick and that that's what they did i really hope next year they retcon it yeah because if they make another laptop with that that would be real dumb. I mean, the only the only thing that I think they might wind up saving is because it has Touch ID, like the phone does. But like, you can put that anywhere. I think that's so dumb too because why? <laughs> it's it's good to get you into the computer. Yeah. The Apple Pay with Touch ID is dumb because why can't I just use the mouse and click like PayPal? Why can't I just do that? Well, I mean, no. Why do I need to put my thumbprint in? Well, that well, because this way nobody else like takes your computer. It may it makes sense to me because you put your one credit card in one place and you use it. You know, if it's integrated well, you can use it for all platforms. All you have to do is scan your thumbprint, and it works. You don't have to like fumble around to like find your credit card number. No, but it's safe. Or the stu- well, the passbook. No, the what's the that's the number on the back called. The security C- CVV or whatever. Yeah, like that you have to look for. Also, too, like what if somebody like takes your 
laptop and tries to buy something. I have, I use PayPal as much as I can, so I don't have to reach for my wallet. So I just click pay with PayPal, type in my password, done. Right. I mean, I guess I wouldn't have to type in my password if I just use Touch ID, but I don't want to do that. And I say this all the time. I don't use Touch ID on my phone. Yeah. Because sometimes I'm driving. I go, here you go, could you look something up or something? Um, Or I'm busy, and I'm like, hey, could you do something? Could you do something? Um, Also, if my phone is ever... My phone's never out of my sight. And if somebody gets a hold of it, I will beat the living crap out of them. (laughs) Because I don't care. Yeah. So, that's my stance on that. All right. (sighs) Moving on. Hi, Donnie Don. He said hi to us. Oh, let's do the... That one, yeah. Okay, so last week we reported on uh, director Tim Miller... Um, who directed the Deadpool movie this year, um, had left Deadpool 2 over creative differences with Ryan Reynolds. He's okay. He's got himself plenty of jobs lined up. Uh, One of them being... He's the owner of Blur Studios. He is the owner of Blur Studios. He's got plenty of things to do. Uh, One of his upcoming jobs is he is now developing and will executive produce Sonic the Hedgehog based on the widely popular, incredibly fast Sega character. It is... um, This is from io9. Sonic Boom, <laughs> Sonic Boom, Sonic, save the planet from disaster. It will be a live-action CG hybrid, and Miller's producing partner, Jeff Fowler, is directing. Now, when I heard that Sony was going to be making a Sonic the Hedgehog movie, it was going to be a live-action CGI this, hybrid. This was announced a few weeks ago, this, right? Well, the project was announced a couple of years ago. Right, we already knew that Sony was developing a Sonic right. live-action When movie. I first heard that, I you know, expected, oh, great. This is going to suck. This is going to be awful. This is going to be more fuel to the fire. I'm pretty sure we talked about it on this show. We might have, yeah. No, not so so worried. I think I'm kind of stoked. Yeah. I'm kind of of in. The fact that, you know, Tim Miller has already proven himself to be a good director. Blur Studios makes the best um, CG trailers in all the video games. Um, He knows the person who's directing it, uh, Jeff Fowler. So, it's fine. If he can bring just a little bit of, like, the humor... And fun that was in Deadpool and put in Sonic the Hedgehog will be set. And hey, if it's as meme-tastic as the Twitter account is. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, just, I don't know how they're going to do mixed reality. That's that's know? my still my one big concern is that they seem to be hell-bent on this stupid live-action CG hybrid. Right. Like, it doesn't have to be. It can be a full CG cartoon like a Pixar movie or a DreamWorks movie. Like... It can do that, and it can be good, and you can make a good Sonic the Hedgehog movie out of it. I don't want to see him pal around with humans. Have we forgotten Sonic 2006, where he kisses Lacey Chabert on the or mouth? Or Smurfs. Or Smurfs. <laughs> Sony or also made monks. Smurfs. Oh, God. Sony's also making a third Smurfs movie that's completely CGI, not a single real human. Well, that's good. So, you think they learned their lesson. Well, what about Chipmunks? Did they make Chipmunks? That was Fox. That was Fox. Yeah. Um... Fox hasn't learned anything. Now, what Sonic do you think they're going to eat? Like, what universe are they going to do? Are they going to do Sonic Adventure Universe? Are they going to do I don't, Sonic I'm, 06? Are I'm, they going to no, do... Gonna, I'm assuming it's going to be an amalgamation. I'm assuming it's, in my head, the, per, the ideal Is it Sonic Earth, movie. or is it... What's the other planet? Mobius. Mobius. Mobius is Earth set thousands of years in the future. Oh, okay. Yeah. My ideal Sonic movie, if I was making this movie, if I may pitch to you guys a Sonic movie, it will be... You know, they look like they do now. So modern aesthetic, green eyes, Sonic, and all that. 
story will be based on Sonic 3, with elements of Sonic 1 and 2 thrown in there. And you got to, you know, yourself, you know, a decent setup for a movie. Sonic and Tails are already like these adventurers. You know, Dr. Robotnik. He's called Robotnik. Sonic will tease him and call him Eggman. That's good. That's good. His last name is Robotnik, but Sonic calls him Eggman. I mean, I get it. In Japan, he's always been Eggman. This is in Japan. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, yeah. And, you know, Robotnik finds the Master Emerald is hidden by a race of echidnas, and he tricks one of them to... You know, give it to him. That one being Knuckles. There you go. I I can do. I can keep going if you want, but we don't have time for that. Where's uh, Amy fit in? <laughs> she, because I I'm picturing the world like future. I picture the world like Futurama, where like it's all just mixed races, like all different alien races and species and stuff, with a couple humans sprinkled in, so it doesn't seem too out of place. Right. So like. Yeah, Sonic can pal around with, um, what's his name from Sonic S? Sonic X, Chris, I think his name was. That one human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's fine. But, like, Amy can be there and stuff. But maybe not in the main adventure. Like, the main adventure should be Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, and Robotnik. She can come in in the sequel, which will be based on Sonic Adventure 2. And then the third one, which will be based on Sonic CD. Sonic CD. Sonic CD. Would be a good one because it's you know I figured the third one's the big go home one the end of the trilogy do time travel. Metal Sonic, I think, is the perfect protagonist. Metal Sonic, but let's not also forget there was Silver Sonic and Mecha Antagonist. Sonic. Those two other forgotten robot Sonics. Yes. Wait. So S- Silver Sonic was from Sonic Two. I don't remember Silver Sonic. He's he's at. No, the... that was Mecha Sonic. No, Mecha Sonic is from Sonic Three and Knuckles. I'm googling this. Yeah, you Google that. Silver Sonic was in Sonic 2? Right now on screen, I have the t-shirt that I'm yes. wearing right now. Because we're talking about Sonic. Yes. It is $20. It is running through November. Also, all the other shirts in our shirt t-shirt store are on sale right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what am I? Mecha Sonic. Mecha Sonic. Yeah, that's Sonic 3 and Uncles. Uh, Robert thinks Sonic CD is GOAT. Um, what does it, that mean? <laughs> greatest of all time. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, AJ gives my pitch four out of ten because there's not enough big cat. The model from Sonic the Hedgehog two for the Master System was referred to as the Silver Sonic. Oh, okay. Wait, but the, Mega but, Sonic is a robot. Sonic the Hedgehog created with blah blah. Game appearances: Sonic the Hedgehog two. Main article: Silver Sonic. Silver, wait, what is happening? <laughs> Silver, why is Silver Sonic in the Wikipedia for Mecha Sonic? I guess because people like confuse the two. Silver Sonic is wait, this is the eight bit version of Sonic Two. Okay, Silver Sonic is the boss scrambled egg zone. Oh wait, for a mass then system. Mecha Sonic Death Egg Zone. That's the Sonic for Sonic Two. So there are two Mecha Sonics. Okay, so wait, this, wait, wait. yeah, the Sonic, the Metal Sonic from Sonic Two. Is called Mecha Sonic, but in the Master System version, he's called Silver Sonic. Right. Even though I'm assuming they look exactly the same. Right, probably. Uh, so under Sonic the Hedgehog 2, 16-bit, one of the most. Fa- Why does the page keep moving? It's probably ads. Stupid ads. One of the most famous Mecha Sonic models is the one from the Death Egg Zone of Sonic the Hedgehog 2 for the Sega Mega Drive. This version was has been adapted into other media several times in the Archie comics. It is known as Silver Sonic, so it's just go. it's just completely interchangeable. 
Uh, and Sonic and Knuckles, it is also Mecha Sonic. Yeah. And he gets the Master Emeralds and turns into Super Super Mecha Sonic, Sonic which is insane. Uh, Donnie Don, how about a Sonic cartoon Netflix series? Yeah, just continue Sonic Saturday morning, the Sonic Satam. That that was a good show. What the hell's that? That is concept <laughs> art for Silver Sonic. More like fan art for Silver Sonic. That is that is dumb. <laughs> that is dumb. That is not menacing at all. Gavin is uh keep trying to watch this and the big game at the same time. Yo, keep us posted on the score. I actually want to know if the Cubs win or not. Um Alejandro Put some money on the Cubbies! <laughs> Alejandro Vega Flicks um asks for a gritty knuckles spinoff. Hell yeah. Like he's a hard boiled detective. Very urban. Yeah, but gets results. Uh, I'm Knuckles. <laughs> I don't know the rest of the song. <laughs> Here at the pumpkin mine. No, aquatic mine. It, and it's Damn calm. It. It's not like yelling. Like all of his rats, let's take a dive he, he, in, in aquatic, aquatic mine. Once was a little pit, is now is a water ride. <laughs> <laughs> what was the pumpkin one? Uh, Pumpkin Hill. Down a pumpkin hill, I gotta find my little creep. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> How do you know all of it? How can you not know? I ain't gonna let it get to me. I'm just gonna creep. Down a pumpkin hill. Yeah, you gotta... <laughs> you know it if you heard it. I would. Uh, By the way, shirt's $20. <laughs> 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 all right. So, yeah. Um, Tim Miller being involved in the Sonic movie had made it go from, like, zero to, like, a five. The CGI live-action hybrid still scares me a little bit, but we're getting better with this. We got to talk about what the title is. I changed it. It used to be... It used to be about Sonic. Sonic now movie. it's about Titanfall. Because I figured I wanted to talk about Titanfall. Yeah. What? So what's going on with Titanfall? I actually don't know. So last week, I think it was like Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, no. Last Friday, Titanfall came out. Yes. Friday before that, Battlefield 1 came out. Right. This Friday... Call of Duty comes out. Yes. So you got Battlefield, Titanfall, then Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. Battlefield and Titanfall, both EA. Yes. Everybody's freaking out about Battlefield. Everybody's been wanting Battlefield. Everybody's like, Battlefield's going to kill Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. It's in World War One, and we all want need a change or something. Um. So everybody's been playing Battlefield 1. Titanfall 2, nobody cares about it. I bought it. You did? I bought it, because I, I was really excited honestly it kind of snuck out i forgot about yeah. it but i was at target last saturday and i was like i'll just buy it um i was excited about titanfall because i didn't play the first one because i didn't have an xbox right so i got this one because it's basically called because i love the call of duty multiplayer it's just like a refresh on the call of duty yeah. multiplayer you know so that's awesome but people are saying the single player is amazing yeah i, I, I haven't that. touched it yet i haven't dived into it mm -hmm. yet but um not doing great. Yeah, no, it's not selling very well. Uh, it's selling half as well as the first one did, Ooh. which is really bad for a sequel. Mm -hmm. Also, the first one was only on Xbox. Xbox PC and Xbox 360. Okay, fine. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> to be Wait, specific. didn't it leak out for PC? No, it did, it did come up. Yeah. This one's on everything. Yeah. So... Like, <laughs> they totally dropped the ball on it. Yeah. The, they, they wanted to, I guess, double-team Call of Duty. 
Everybody's yeah. saying if this game came out in March, it would have been huge. Probably. I'm saying if it came out after Call of Duty, it would have been better off than it is if now. It, the problem is it's coming out in that one-week period between Battlefield and Call of Duty, right. the two biggest shooters of the year. Right. And, you know, Titanfall, for all intents and purposes, is a much smaller shooter. So any other time of the year would have come out, it would have been fine. The problem is, you know, people bought Battlefield, and they're only playing Battlefield for at least that week. That's the problem with multiplayer-only games. You know, they're probably going to move on to Call of Duty and give Call of Duty a try. This is an article from GameSpot. EA responded to the criticism about Titanfall 2 not doing well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because well, the title of the article is EA responds to criticism of Titanfall 2 releasing so closely to Battlefield 1. Both games fulfill very different motivations in what a player is looking for. Right. CEA, uh, C- EA CEO Andrew Wilson says. Uh, Titanfall 2 releasing this past Friday, October 28th, and received much praise from critics. It did. It has almost, as, I think it has the exact same score as Battlefield 1 uh, on Metacritic. Right. And last time I checked, ba- Titanfall 2 had an 89. Last time I checked, Battlefield 1 had an 89, but that might have changed. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Despite the glowing reviews, analysts believe the shooter's sales will be substantially disappointing because of it releasing a week after Battlefield 1 and a week before Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. In today's earnings call, see. Uh, EA CEO Andrew Wilson was asked if he'd do things differently in the future and refrain from releasing future shooters so closely together. Wilson said that while Battlefield 1 and Titanfall 2, quote, have some overlap, they fulfill very different motivations in what a player is looking for. We think there's really three types of players, Wilson said. People that really love Battlefield and that kind of big strategic gameplay that will orient in that direction the player that loves the fast fluid kinetic gameplay of titanfall 2 that really orient in that direction and the third will my my buddy old pal (laughs) the player that just has to play the two greatest shooters this year will buy both i don't know doom was pretty good and they didn't did you did you just like like blow yourself no ceo andrew wilson (laughs) Uh Oh, you're, not asking, you. you're asking not him. Not you, him. Oh, well, you, you've asked. The, thir- the third guy is the guy who buys Call of Duty, you <laughs> idiot. Not you, him. I know. He's the idiot. I get what he's saying. Because Titanfall 2 and uh, Battlefield are two very different games. And they, they do fulfill two very different styles. But you know what? Shooters. Titanfall isn't different. It's not much different than Call of Duty. That's that's true. <laughs> it just got That mechs. is true. Because... I mean, you can say whatever you want. You could justify he, it however just, you want. He's just pretending like Call of Duty didn't, didn't exist. exist. Exactly, yeah. Meanwhile, it's the it's your biggest competitor. Yeah. And the reason why you released two huge shooters right next to each other is yeah. because you wanted to destroy Call of Duty. He can justify it however he wants. He he sent Titanfall out to die. That's what happened. Yeah, he did. So, unless they do some like big re-release like down the road when all the DLC's out. You know, that's, well, that's another thing. Edition. Thank God they are releasing all the DLC for free. Yeah. And that's a major reason why I bought it. Yeah. So we see that also with Rainbow Six. Uh, all of that DLC is free. And that has a bigger player base now than it did when it started. Right. Which is insane. But when it started, it wasn't that good. You know what? Oh, God. No, I was done. I was going to say, because EA is also re-releasing Star Wars Battlefront, I think at the end of the month... 
for forty dollars with everything in it, including a new Rogue One expansion. That's a very good. So idea. all you people who bought Battlefront for a hundred bucks, had you only waited a year, you would have gotten everything for forty dollars. Game's not that good, which is probably what I'm <laughs> going to do, to be honest. <laughs> Sorry to burst your bubble. I mean, 40, didn't like it that forty much. bucks, you get everything. And that's I enjoyed re- what I played of it. That's I mean, I did too. Yeah, for like a week. <laughs> Um, that's part of the reason why I didn't get Battlefield is because yeah. I played Battlefield three. Awesome. Loved it. Played Battlefield four. Liked it a lot, but only because it was the only thing around <laughs> at the time for PS4. Got Battlefield Hardline. Battlefield Hardline sucks. <laughs> the, on, the single player was garbage. The multiplayer felt like Battlefield three and four. Then I played Star Wars Battlefront. Star Wars Battlefront felt exactly like Battlefield. Well, okay, because I I played Battlefield three and four. Did not like either of them, any component, single player or multiplayer. Played Battlefield Hardline. Single player is garbage. Multiplayer, I kind of liked because the maps were small. Everybody keeps saying that. A lot of them weren't. A lot of some them, of them were, were a similar size. But some of them were. And like the ones that were like made it actually feel competitive and stuff. Star Wars Battlefront, I'm sorry, it doesn't play like Battlefield. It absolutely it does, does not. No, the it only difference is that the weapons are different and they have way different mechanics. It's faster, the maps are smaller, and the maps are not smaller. The maps are small. They're they're smaller than they are in Battlefield. In some some of the Battlefield maps. And the and the fact that, you know, it's Star Wars. Like feel is a very big thing. No, that's a it, veil. It that's it, a veil it, well, over the game. But gameplay. it works, and that's just, that's the thing with Battlefield One. Battlefield One is a veil over the Battlefield Four. And you know what? It's selling me because I was this close to buying Battlefield One the other day. Th- this is a reason why I just am like in a rut with games now, and why I made that video about how right. every game is the same and they all suck, is because. I'm like so desensitized that I I look straight through the aesthetics. I look I look right into the mechanics, and I'm like, this is the same game I'm playing a million times. See, over. Okay, that, that that hasn't been working with me because right now I'm playing Far Cry Blood Dragon. Finally, I know I've played Far Cry three and four. That's also free on PC now. Yes, I've played Far Cry three and four. Those games play exactly the same. Yes, I know Blood Dragon also plays exactly the same. Right, but it doesn't feel like it does. And that maybe it's the aesthetic, maybe it's the music. I feel like the aesthetic, maybe it's the fact that they just added dinosaurs. The aesthetic in Blood Dragon is so good, though. It is, <laughs> it is so good. It is there. Uh, there is a tipping point where aesthetic is everything. Yeah, Firewatch, aesthetic is everything. Yeah, that is a story-driven game. The story isn't that great. <laughs> the aesthetic is all that you have, and that saved that game. I'm, you know, and to be honest, like. It's so it's part of the reason why I almost bought. Right now, Target has having the sale. You buy two games, get one free. So like I own what? Yeah. <laughs> when? Since when? Since like this week. It's going on all week. I just bought Titanfall from there. Really? Yeah, I would have bought Battlefield. Mm-hmm. I'm going back. Mm-hmm. Is it running through the weekend? Yeah. I'm going back with. I didn't even open it yet. Yeah. No. Good. Return it and then get you know. Two I'll other do. Games. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow before I see Doctor Strange. Are you seeing Doctor Strange tomorrow? Not tomorrow. When do you see it? Hopefully this weekend. You better see it. I know, we I know I'm working on it. Um, yeah, because I was going to buy Battlefield um, Mafia 3 just because more history. Mafia setting. 3, fun fact, today they announced that it sold better than any 2K game ever. Really? Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> and like Gears 4. Like I was going to buy all three of those games. I think they're still sitting in my cart online actually. 
I don't have a third game that I want. You know, I keep teetering on whether or not I want to play Infinite Warfare. Because it does look good. I don't. And I do kind of want to play the HD. I'm not paying extra to play FN uh, Modern Warfare Remastered, though. I got burned on... uh, what was it? Black, Black Ops Three? Because I I didn't I skipped two years. I played all the Call of Duty games. Yeah. I skipped two years because I was I was burnt out on it. And then Black Ops Three was not good. I did not like that. The multiplayer was it it was like a fun throwback for me. Yeah. But the single player, which I used to play every year, was bad. Was yeah. really bad. I don't know because I saw that one demo at E3 that they showed on the, the PlayStation floor or the PlayStation um press conference. And, like, I had no idea it was a Call of Duty game until the credits came up. Right. So, like, you know, I'm, willing, say that. I'm willing to give it a shot. I mean, it looks totally different. But, again, I, like, that's just a veil. <laughs> veils work for me, I guess. You know, I'm very easily suckered in, like, with a good license or, right. a, or a good, you know, reconfiguring. The reason why I was all in on Titanfall when the first one came out was because it was just Call of Duty. It was just the Call of Duty multiplayer, which right. is the part that I like, with mechs thrown in it. And, like, mechs is enough of a different mechanic right. for me. You know? Like, that will change things. Because mm-hmm. um, I love that fast competitive gameplay. Yeah. I don't like how you play with uh, uh, CPU characters, too. Mm. That's kind of weird. Yeah. I feel like I'd be probably better playing yeah. with CPU characters anyway, but... Um, so I'm excited that Titanfall 2 is on PlayStation. So yeah. I want to do that. Um, Tevia just reminded me Dishonored 2 comes out soon. I might have Ooh. to wait a little bit. You never played Dishonored 1. I never played Dishonored 1. I played Dishonored 2 at an event in For the com- city. Yeah. Um, and it felt a lot like uh, Bioshock Infinite. It's... To me, because I didn't play the first one. Right. Dishonored 1 was so good. Like, yeah. I can't recommend that game too. high enough. Vicky was cursing and screaming. She was like, this game sucks. I hate this game. Because I sat down after her and beat it before her, the part. And she couldn't figure out how to do it. And then she's like blaming me for doing for doing it wrong. For doing it in a in a dumb way. And I was like, I did it how I did it. Is, is Dishonored like a thing where you could finish the, the mission however you want? Is it like supposed to be? Paths? Yeah, it's a stealth game. So Yeah. So did she play it like a shooter? Absolutely. Of course. There Absol- you go. Now, Dishonored is a stealth game. Well, no, not re 